Welcome to Lingerie Lowdown, the podcast. Your weekly opportunity to tune in and listen to the best review team online, taking time out to chat with you and each other about everything lingerie. Our incredible team have reviewed over 7,000 reviews so they know what they're talking about. Every week is different, from chatting about their favorite brands of hosiery to educating you about playing safe when delving into the world of kinkwear for the first time. So for open and frank talk on all topics surrounding the world of lingerie, you're in the right place. Enjoy today's episode. And I'm Miss Black Rome. And you are listening to or possibly watching a Lingerie Lowdown podcast. So usually at Lingerie Lowdown, when we record podcasts, we're apart and we're doing it over the internet. We're not actually together. But because we are here today together, we spent the day doing duo reviews. So we've been filming from for the early hours this morning all the way now to Prosecco o'clock. Yes. It is a Prosecco it podcast. It is Prosecco o'clock. Brought to you. By Danny and Miss Black Rain. Yes. So cheers. Cheers. We also have pizza because we're starving. So um, yeah, pizza and prosecco pizza podcast because we are classic. Much kids. deserved. Yes, <laughs> yeah. we are. We are. So we're going to start by having a little chat about how we met. So it was a long, long time ago. It was a distant memory. I was eighteen. And we'll leave it there. We'll leave it there. Um. Do you want to explain how we met? <laughs> well, um, I think, well, it's your story really, isn't it? Is it? Well, I did meet well, you. you. You came into my my club. Okay. <laughs> I'd like to think it was mine. It wasn't, but okay. I'd like to think it was mine. So you ended up with your job too in the end after you left. Did you? Yeah. Somehow, <sighs> I didn't went full circle there. So basically, I was an 18-year-old, and as an 18-year-old, I was nothing like I am now. I was shy, I was quiet, I i mean I look similar but thinner, um, much much smaller boobs and I didn't, I didn't really talk to people, I was very very shy. I watched the film Showgirls and I was like I want to be one of those. So I found a club in Great Armour um, called Angels and I rung up, got myself an audition and I turned up and Miss Black Rain was actually the head dancer in the club at the time or one of the two. So my audition was, those two girls showed me what we could do on a poll. And I was like, wow. And still, you are still one of the best people I've ever seen on a poll in my life. Like incredible, upside down, doing all kinds of like crazy stuff in these stupidly high shoes. Oh God, yes. <laughs> I do love the shoes. I still have a huge collection of the shoes. I've got two pairs, I think. I've got some pink sparkling ones, some blue sparkling ones. I've now got gold ones that've got gold glitter in the heels, and the glitter actually moves when oh, you shake them. Oh, because they never well. used to, did it? it was just... No, it's just like painted on. Mm. But yeah, I've now got a gold pair, and actually, when you shake them, the glitter moves, which is wow, just amazing. I think mine's inside. It's not paint. It's not like on the outside. It's painted onto like the, the shoe bit, but yeah. the glitter's inside, but it doesn't yeah. move. Yeah, no, it doesn't move. But I remember seeing these girls, thinking, "Oh my god, they are literally like something out of Vegas." And these walking in these shoes that were incredibly high. And then they gave each other a lap dance. And then I had to give, I don't think it was you, I think I gave Julie the lap dance. I think, yeah. I think I gave Possibly, Julie. Possibly, because yeah. I used to get really embarrassed having to Because you're all quite shy in a way. 
You're I, not, like, I'm actually really shy. It's it's strange when people find that out, but I am actually really shy and quite introverted. Yeah. It's just I do have... Which I know I'm not. <laughs> I do have an extrovert side, but yeah, she she's reserved for Miss Black Rain. This is, see, this is why I need the alter ego. But this is like a thing. Like, I actually do always credit that with giving me the confidence I have. Because without me having done that job, I would never have gone down any of the avenues I did in the next yeah. however many years of career that I've had. It's been with my theory. Um, yeah. But I, yeah, literally, I, that's what gave me the confidence. I think it was meeting you girls and then we became friends like quite early on. Yeah. And it was you that pushed me into getting pictures taken. Because you were like, you need to do this. And I was like, I don't need to. I didn't have any boobs. I was like, flat chested, scrawny little thing. I really was it me was it me who pushed you into that basically all your fault <laughs> my descent was all your fault <laughs> it's not been a descent um it's been, yeah it's not probably the path i ever would have ended up on otherwise no and to be fair like credit where credit's due that job does give you a whole different level of confidence because you have to have that level of confidence or you just won't survive hmm. you won't be able to make money and you won't survive in that job so yeah i, I think the same the same goes for me. I think my film wasn't Showgirls. It was the, um, the one with Demi Moore, isn't it? Striptease? Striptease. I watched that and was like, do you know what? I need to be Demi Moore. Mm. And then went and auditioned at that at Angels. Um, and it was really funny, actually, because I only became head girl because one night me and Julie were actually late and they were trying to fine us for being late. I remember late. that. And it used to be Julie... a £30 house fee. Yeah. And then what was the fine for being late? Like £10 or something. Yeah, and they tried to fine us. And me and Julie refused to pay the fine. Stormed out. <laughs> quit. But you were the two best girls in there. They needed you there. Mmm. Excuse me, mouthful of pizza. Um, yeah, so then they were like, come back and we'll give you a promotion. Okay. So best best. Was that time... Mark? No, that was Alison. Who? Alison. She wasn't there when I was there. Or was it Justine? It might have been Justine, okay. actually. Who was like, no. Because she was the one who brought me back and promoted me too. Because I left and went to the dark side, didn't I? And then I came back and then I dotted from between. You did go to the dark side. Oh, I did. I wasn't making enough money and I had a mortgage. True. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I think it might have been Justine, actually. He yeah, invited us back and then was like, have a promotion. So we were like, okay, we should probably quit jobs more often if this is what we're going to yeah. get. So basically, in Great Aunt, there's a couple called Angels, and in Norwich, there's one called Devil's Advocate. Now, if you left Angels and went to Devils, they would never let you back, because Angels was... Neither of them were very bad compared to what you see in London clubs and stuff, but Angels was like no touching whatsoever, not even in a lap dance. You couldn't even brush a leg against someone. You literally yeah. had to be apart. Whereas with Devils, like, they couldn't touch you, you could touch them. There was limits. I mean, it wasn't even bottomless. It was only topless in both yeah. of them. It was, they weren't that bad compared to London clubs. But if you left Angels and went to Devils, they'd never let you go back. If you'd left Devils and go to Angels, they were like, yeah, cool, come back. They don't care. But Graham is a seaside town and it's a summer town. So you can make a lot of money in the summer. Come winter, I was like, I've got a mortgage to pay. I need to do this. So to have a mortgage by the age of, you know, what, 21 when I was still there. Yeah. Like it's, you know, it's still, that's a good thing to do. Yeah, it can be a so pretty good job. And then our, 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 there was a, our manager, Mark, who we're still good friends with. Um, he was like, I'll break the rules for you. You can come back. Because when Norwich then got like quiet out of football season, he's like, come back. And I was, so I was allowed, and he'd left by then. Yeah. So you'd left. And then they, they gave me the head dancer job. And, and then I, kept, I just dotted, just did what I wanted. 
I remember coming, I popped back in as a customer once to see Julie, which was, it was interesting being on the other <laughs> side of it. I hate having a lap dance. I've been to clubs in London and then someone's paid me to have dance. I'm like, this is so awkward. I don't know how people do it. For a while, I actually liked to go back into clubs where my friends were to make them give me lap dances. <laughs> um, I've made Julie give me a lap dance. I've, I don't know if you remember Donna. I've made her mm -hmm. give me a lap dance. Um, because it's awkward, but it's also quite funny. Um, mm. But yeah. yeah. But it's not awkward if your friend does it. It's funny, but for like a stranger to do it, I'm like, yeah, it's odd. I guess we're not men, so we don't know how they think about it. Mm. And yeah, but basically from there, You'd got me to go and get some pictures done, which I did. Then I sent them off to supermodel agency, straight away ended up in the sport. And then from that, obviously I dotted from clubs and then I ended up kind of working sport. I was in there a lot and yeah. then went to base station. So that's how that next part of my thing happened. Yeah, and I think, I can't even remember what I did when I get, but I sort of turned away from the industry. So I didn't model, I didn't dance I didn't do anything for many years because I remember when you were living in London and you were like come down and hang out and I was just like no I can't I'm not glamorous I'm not skinny <laughs> I cannot go down and hang out and every time you'd invite me I'd just like make up some silly excuse and I just walked away from the industry for for many years yeah. actually yeah I didn't model didn't do and I can't even remember what I was doing so it can't even have been that amazing <laughs> Probably just naff jobs. I feel like you got back into it via burlesque. You started doing that kind of, you didn't strip anymore. You, I think you'd gone down the burlesque route and that's what, when you started modelling again. Yeah, so then I got into going to a burlesque events um, and I went for many years. And then the way I actually got into performing is the girl I used to go with um, all the time was on holiday and there was an event going on and I wanted to go and I had no one to go with. So I said to the girl who was running the event because um, I'd met her many times going to her events and going to events where she performed at. And I was just like, do you need a hand? Because my friend's not here um, and I'd really like to come and see the performers, but I don't really just want to you know, come on my own. And she was like, yeah, yeah, come and give us a hand. And then that turned into her talking me into getting back on stage and performing. So yeah, then it got back into burlesque. And but then... you are literally, the way you move is incredible. Like you just like, because you're kind of, you just own it. Like I was never like the dancer, like I was ballet trained. I was never like, I was never really cut out for it. I did all right. I looked all right. But <laughs> I wasn't great. I could, you know, I could do some stuff, but you literally, all your dancing, I've seen some of your ballet stuff online and it's just amazing. Thank you. See, I'm even embarrassed now <laughs> you just saying that to me and I've known you for years. Can't take a compliment. I can't. I find it really, really You're gonna awkward. Make a really <laughs> I do find it really awkward when someone gives me a compliment. I'm like, I don't know what You've to say. You've gone pink. Yeah, I know. <laughs> You're not even my in a pink coloured person. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's just, yeah, I just find it really incredibly awkward. Yeah, I just, I don't know, maybe just being on stage is my, is my jam. I keep okay. ending up back on there, you, you know, do. no matter how many times I walk away from it, I just end up back there. And then you ended up back into modelling, so you ah. ended up going... Yep, so then back into modelling. First, um, went to have a shoot with Doll's House, with a friend. Um, got front, back in front of the camera after God knows how many years and just thought, oh my God, this is amazing, I've really missed it. Yeah. And then went back... And the shots are great. Thank you. As are yours. Thank you. And then for a long while, I stalked your Instagram and stalked every <laughs> photographer you worked with. Oh, wow. You should just have said that. <laughs> I really did. I was like, oh my God, I have to see who she's working with now, who she's working with now. And then I'd then go follow them in the hope that they'd be like, do you want to work with me? <laughs> 
Um, yes, and then stalked your Instagram and noticed you tagged Laundre Lowdown and then was like, I messaged you, I think, didn't yeah. I? I was like, who I think are they? I, I think I hooked you up, no? You did, because I think yeah. I emailed Scott and he was like, oh yes, Daddy said you'd email. <laughs> yeah, so I'm good like that. Yeah, so yeah, there was a lot of stalking you involved. But I was again, I don't mind helping people. And like, if it's the kind of people that go likewise, I do find with a lot of models and a lot of girls, they're like, they want everything, then they never like help you or they just get rid of you. So I'm, I'm not a people person. I think this is where we've become friends and we we'll stay friends this long. Yeah. Because I think from day one, even if I was shy or whatever, in the strip club, go and talk to a guy and you have to talk to them for ages before they're going to like pay you money if you dance well that's not paying my mortgage so I'd be like hi do you want to dance they say no I'm like cool see you later and you were exactly saying like we are not going to sit and hang out with you like not that there's anything wrong with them but I'm here to earn a living and you know if you have a dance and I might chat to you for a bit because I know like you know I've got a little bit of time before I need to make more money but it really was like I'm not and especially some people where they're just like idiot customers or like stag dudes nothing wrong with stag dudes but you know they're there to just they're not going to spend and it's we were like i, I haven't really got time for it yeah. and i think in our ways of life i'm like i'm not a people person i'm like i'm i'd rather be like surrounded by animals and oh god yeah out in nature or something than like you yeah. know hanging with people and yeah doing stuff so i think i'm you know i think to work with i'm good i'm like professional and i turn up and i do what i need to but I'm not I don't like to get that extracurricular with like humans so. no and I'm yeah I'm very much the same I always say to people that I was a rubbish tripper because I just couldn't talk to people I didn't want to talk to people um I had no interest um you know you're there to be paid though that's the thing it's like I'm not there to, to chat to mm. you I'm there to get paid so yeah I always I still say it now I was a really rubbish stripper I was like I'm and that's the thing you put me on a stage and I'll come to life but yeah actually the rest of it I was really bad at it some of the girls who are a little bit more girl next door make more money because the men think that they're going to like actually go home with them. They actually think they have a chance. Whereas the girls that look like more the part, the men think they've got no chance and then they're scared of talking to you and then you just kind of struggle. Yeah, yeah and I found that in a lot of clubs uh, um, that I worked in. You're like, how? Yeah. So how many... am I poor? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, that's what you spend the night saying. Yeah, the girl next door thing. And But even now in the industry now, the way it's moving towards like OnlyFans and content creators, mm. I find even now in that in instance that that's where the money is, is the girl think, next door. Do you, do you think then it's the girls because they'll respond to messages? Do you? I do. I must admit, <laughs> I must admit, I do answer all my messages on Instagram. And I started this when I first started the Instagram But you just looked at mine, you're like, you've got 45. I like, know, I don't... And I, the re, the I, re, I haven't got the time. I'm busy. Yeah. I answer, but admittedly, it's usually a thumbs up or emoji. It's not a long conversation. I have a few that I'll talk to that have been following me for a long time. But yeah, it's not a big, long it conversation. That's what they say. If they're like, hey, sexy yeah. baby, I'm like... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyway, it's well. like, goodbye, goodbye. Well, I sent somebody back, I think just a, a kit, like an ex. And then they're like, oh my God, I can't believe you responded. I was like, oh, and now I feel bad that I don't because maybe other people it make their day and like, you should, but I, I physically can't. Like I'm busy, I'm mm. constantly busy and it just doesn't, so I'm not rude much. <laughs> but like, I'm like, you know, on OnlyFans, I will respond because it's like people yeah. paid me and that's kind of my job. That's where I'm working. That's my thing. And as much, I really appreciate all the Insta followers, like, yeah, and that's the thing you appreciate, but you that's the thing you don't have time to sit and have conversations with but imagine everybody. Imagine a day where, like, if people were in the public eye, you wouldn't be able to contact them. But now no. it's like people feel like they deserve something from you, and like I can't be everywhere at once. I also need yeah. to live. I need to have my life. I can't always respond to a message. 
yeah. I might read one and I'm not being rude I can't respond because I'm physically I'm here there every, I've looked at it and then I'm somewhere else yeah I think I started I don't even know why I started doing that and to be fair there have been several times when I've regretted starting it um but also it's a bit of an OCD thing for me it's awful because I go on Instagram and if my inbox is like you have a hundred messages mm -hmm. it will bug me until I've emptied that inbox like I can't physically leave it there are so many times I sit there and go I do not have the time for this and then before I know it, I'm in my inbox like, oh my God, I still don't have the time for this because it's just an OCD thing. It's really bad. But yeah, it, it's, it's, that's the thing. It's not that we don't appreciate all our followers, mm -hmm. but it, you, when you're working, you know, when you're shooting, whenever, and most of us, I would say have more than one job. We have more than one thing going on. You mm. don't have the time to sit and have a long conversation mm. with everybody. To be fair, there are times I don't have the time to have a con long conversation with friends I, I know in real life, yeah. <laughs> let alone someone I don't actually know. Yeah, my friends sometimes, some of my best friends, they'll message me after the show, they go, you're right, not happy, you're right, I'm so sorry. Because I see the messages in the room but from them and I haven't responded because sometimes something doesn't warrant a response. Sometimes some, someone says yeah. something and there isn't an answer for me. I could join in the conversation and say something, but it's not, he doesn't really need me to, mm. so I don't. Yeah. And sometimes I just want to chill out with a cup of tea in a book. I'm not the party girl I once was. Enjoying the conversations today? Well, we wanted to take a short break to tell you more about our website. Are you looking to treat a loved one or yourself to some new lingerie or hosiery and don't know where to start? Let the most diverse team of presenters from across the globe introduce you to more than 500 brands as we publish new and exclusive reviews every day. In fact, we have over 7,000 reviews available online right now and you can join us from only $9.99 a month. However, we want to treat you to something a little special for listening to our podcast today. Use the promo code podcast to get 10% off the purchase price. Best of all, there's no time limit with this code, so you can keep using it when you renew your membership. So after listening to the rest of the podcast, head on over to lingerielowdown.com forward slash join and use the promo code podcast today. Thanks for listening. Now let's get back to the podcast. Sophia, how do you think you've changed? You do change. I think, yeah, I think I still in my head think I'm the party girl I once was. And then I'm you can guarantee literally every time I get on out on a night out, my first thought is, why am I out? Or like, what, what am I doing? How long do you think I have to stay before I can go home? Yeah. Because when I moved to London, I was doing Babe Station. I was doing like Patreon and stuff with the sport. And I left Norwich and I love Norwich. Still probably one of my favourite places on earth. It's a great place. I support the football team. Love them. Just... I do love Norwich. I love it. Mm. Like you're close to the sea, but you're also in the countryside. The city's beautiful and quaint. It's very safe. There's no reason not to live in Norwich. Yeah. Um, I keep thinking about going back, but I don't know if I'm ready to leave London. But I moved because I was I was working in London a bit, doing shoots, doing Babe Station. But that's like, you know, two, three days a week. I was partying for, I was <laughs> finishing work, going to a club, coming home, sleeping in the day. Like I was nocturnal, but I'm not that girl. Like now I'm like, in my slippers and my pyjamas by eight I'm probably watching a movie or I'm reading a book and I'm up at like six so I'm yeah I've just evolved and now the thought of going out like I once read something that said one day will be the last day you go to a club but you won't know it's your last day when you're there and I'm like yeah. now I think when's the last time I went to a club which is obviously a very long time ago yeah I don't know what that day was 
No, it, it's evolved for me as well. I remember not that, well, quite a few years ago, where I, I used to be very nocturnal. I would sleep most of the day, be up to two or three o'clock in the morning. And someone recently mentioned to me, a friend, um, was like, oh, I'm thinking about going back to work, so dancing, would you be interested? And I was like, oh, possibly. <laughs> Hell no. Well, at first I was like, yeah, yeah. And then it dawned on me that I would have to stay awake till three or four o'clock in the morning. Especially and I was like, now. that is not happening. So a couple of years after me to London, so that's still very young, I just got sick of doing the babe shows. Because I went from the nighttime shows, that's all they existed. When they did the day shows, I went on to daytimes. And then the money, because when there was more shows, when it was just babe station, babe cast, I was babe cast. Um, there was, we got paid a fortune per hour. Then when the day shows, you would pay less per day, but I don't mind. I didn't, I'm not good at talking dirty. I'm absolutely useless and I don't want to do it. I'm not that kind of person. I'd rather talk to you about football and neighbours or something. <laughs> um, so then the market got saturated with so many shows that the money just went down. And then I was like, I've had enough of this. I thought, I'm going to go back. And it was just for Christmas. I thought, I'll go back and I'll try some of the London clubs. And I did two nights and I was like, no, like a million girls. Like, you're not going to make money. Girls are evil. They're horrible. They are. They will, like, stab you to get a customer. It's horrible. I've worked in a couple of London places, and they are awful. They made the club Angels and Grey Yarmouth look... We we all got on. I don't (laughs) think anyone had an argument in there. None of us fell out. No, and we all helped each other as well. Yeah. Like, if I was sitting with someone and they were like, I really like the look of her. Like, why don't you like, take oh, us both and we'll do, like, a deal? Yeah, or I'd yeah. be like, oh, we to go get her. Like, I wouldn't be like, I would never, no. and I'm not like that now. I would never want to screw someone over. And yet, like, that when I first went back to modelling and I was on Instagram, the amount of models I'd message and ask for help, and they'd read the messages and just blank me. And I'd just be like, it takes two minutes to reply. Yeah, I'm not, I just don't yeah. get that mentality. No, I will always help people, especially my friends. Now I'm, I maybe sound appreciative to other people, but you know. Yeah. So we started shooting together again. Like we did some pinup stuff mm. together. Yeah, that was really. So cool. I think our style. Let's start talking about our style. We've got ten minutes left of this. <laughs> He's gonna have to edit this well. Um. So our style. We both kind of like the vintage pinup style. Mm. I can't do her. That's where we've gone, hasn't it? Yeah. We've gone. We've both gone from very much glamour. glamour. Right through now to a vintage pinup aesthetic. Mm. It's because we're vintage. Yeah, yeah. It's because we're vintage <laughs> models now. <laughs> God, in the modelling industry, we're classed as geriatric now, really. We say we? this, but we're still modelling. Yeah. So, okay, we're not going to be on page three now. But I think now you look at the people would. I I thought I'd given up long before now. But at the same time, I don't think we look bad. I think we're getting away with it. Yeah. And you do look at the younger ones and now it's all about wearing like so much makeup, the contours and all the, no one looks like they do. Yeah. And having so much surgery that their faces look, you know, surgery yeah. when you're far too young for surgery, they all look like clones of each other. Yeah. So I don't think, you know, I think we're getting away with this. Well, I think that's where we stand out as well because mm. we don't look like that. I mean, I have actually literally turned up on shoots and photographers had said, have said to me, oh my God, you actually look like your photos. Mm. And I'm like, well, why would I? Mm. <laughs> Mm. Which is testament to what, you know, what people are doing these days with makeup and fillers and all stuff. Mm. At such a young age, which I've always said, in Photoshop, Photoshop off a bruise or a spot or something. Mm. Because that's something that, you know, it's come off a day, it can't be helped. I mean, if you could Photoshop half a video from today, I realised I had a bruise on my bum at the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> don't know how I got it. It's a thing that happens. Photoshop that. But I don't want you to Photoshop me thinner. I don't want you to Photoshop me younger. Because that's, if that's what you need to do, then you shouldn't be a model. 
Yeah. Like, if you're a model, it should be because that's who you are. You should model yourself. Be a real person. Yeah. And it's fine to have, like, real models that are bigger, curvier, but look like you look. Yeah. All that Photoshop is giving other women body problems, like images, body dysmorphia. And it all stems from them seeing something that is completely not real, yeah. but them thinking it's real. Yeah. So I've never really liked that. So I've always said, you know, don't make me thinner. Only do, like, bruises and spots and things. It just is what it is. I've tried to move away now from photographers who do that. Because I just yeah. don't want to put anything. And actually, I worked with a photographer a long while ago now. And I did a shoot and they edited out all my tattoos and didn't tell me they were going to really? do it. Yep. I photoshopped them all out. And I was like, why, why? why would you do that? And why wouldn't you tell me you were going to do that? Or hire a model that doesn't have tattoos if you don't want tattoos. Yeah, it was just really, really strange. So now I do, I purposely won't really work with anybody that really over edits photos, really mm. photoshops. Because... I'm with you. You can't be. We're all real people at the end of the day. I want you to see how I actually look. Yeah. I don't want. I don't. Imagine if you met somebody, and they sort thought you looked in a way, even on a night out, not listening to a picture, with all the makeup, all the contouring, all the like. And then you get home, and then in the morning they're just like, "Who the hell are you?" Yeah. I don't usually like go home with people on the first night and then <laughs> them thinking that, but it's just a thing that could happen, is it? They must be like, "Who?" Like, random person. Yeah, it's just, it is really strange. Like, it was, it's not, it, it's strange and it's sad, I think. When I see young the people, people now. To, yeah, I feel, I think it's sad in a way. Like, I'm glad I grew up and I didn't have Facebook and Instagram and I didn't have these unrealistic standards. We had magazines to look at and that was it. Because, you know, and, I, and don't get me wrong, when I was younger, I looked up to supermodels. I wanted to be Naomi Campbell. I was never going to be that at all. Yeah, and then I realised, yeah, me too. I then realised I was never going to be that at all and thought, okay, well, God gave me a big boobs, so I'll just get them out. I didn't even have them. <laughs> I didn't even have them. It was funny, my mum always used to say to me, well, you're not going to be tall, so go with what God gave you, so just get your boobs out. I'm like, okay, mum. Oh my gosh, it's great. So yeah. my mum actually did some like calendar modelling in like the, I don't know, 60s, 70s probably. And like there was a little bit of underboob. She had this little like gingham thing. She was beautiful. A little bit. She's mortified about the underboob, and I'm like, <laughs> but um, you're probably one of the few people who've seen my real boobs, my natural boobs. I know. Um, I feel quite privileged about this as well. Okay. Yeah. When you let this slip earlier, I was like, oh my god, I'm in a really privileged position here. I've got information. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how are you going to sell it? Like, because she didn't have any. I didn't have any. I had like tiny, tiny little ones. So when we were in the review show, so me and Danny... Can we talk about this? Yes. This is going to have to... We're going to have to keep going. It's going to have to be a, like two podcasts. Yes. So me and Danny a while ago were... Um, so after we were stripping, we were in a review show. So like full on cabaret and we had big feather headdresses and capes and fancy costumes and we did the can-can and it was it was crazy um and the star of the show wasn't us um the star of the show was a drag queen called bella berserk and we were like in the chorus line dance we were dancing and and doing our thing um but did you have your natural boobs then yes Oh, I see. Thank you. Thank you very much. I so, did because I've looked in the pictures and yeah, I was, I was still that same little tiny little not so shy young thing that had the natural boobs. Yeah. Ah, interesting. Yeah. That was a fun time, wasn't it? It was so much fun. I remember like it was a review show. I don't think we were supposed to be in Great Yarmouth. What was the place called? Well, years ago it used to be called Tiffany's, but I don't think it was called Tiffany's. No, anymore. it was a nightclub at Tiffany's, wasn't it? Then was it... 
When I was a stripper, my name was Tiffany. Wasn't <laughs> <laughs> like, it? I had several stage names. It, it's weird how you don't call me Tiffany. If it you is, got over isn't it? Because Mark yeah. still calls me Tiffany. So Mark was our gay manager and was, he still calls me Tiffany or Tiff. It's strange because there are other people that I still call them by their stage names. It's strange yeah. that I don't do that to you. In London, I was Jewel. I for my would, two nights. I think I've been Jinx when um, Halle Berry was in Bond. I've been Jinx. I've been Brooklyn as well. I don't know why I was Brooklyn. You do really good Halle Berry cosplay. Yeah, I do. Mm, yeah. Hmm. I did, yeah. So when she was in Bond, I did Jinx. You used to have the really short hair. Because I did used to have really short hair. Exactly like, yeah, God. I'm not really sure I've got any photos of that mm. somewhere. But um, yeah, so I had the really... You know, mixed race. I had the really short hair, so I was like, okay, I'll just be jinx. Um, mm. Which was really cool. But the review show was fun. Mm. There was the, a lot of glitter. I feel like we probably damaged the environment uh, single-handedly. We didn't know. It was microplastic then. Well, that's the thing. We didn't know then, but we I probably caused... I thought glitter was made out of small bits of metal anyway. I only realised it was microplastic when everyone went on about it. So maybe we caused global warming. Are single-handedly on the glitter. hairspray? <laughs> yeah, with the hairspray and glitter, we probably single-handedly caused global warming. So this is why we mentioned this earlier in one of the reviews. I don't know which one. Oh, about the tights we used to pin. Yes. So we we've not. I've never done things like this before. And somehow you got asked, and then you were like, "Do you want to do this with me?" And I was like, "Okay, I'll do anything." Um. And so there was a drag queen. There was like a, a choreographer. Um, and then there was another male dancer, and then there were three or four <laughs> young female dancers. They basically wanted some glamour, they wanted some boobs from the show. They wanted, you know, like the Vegas shows where you get the like, you know, da, 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 da. So they threw us in. And when we got there for our first rehearsal, all we were supposed to do is walk up and down stage. Mm. And then they were like, can you dance? And we were like, mm-hmm. can you be choreographed? And we were like, mm. And then so when we ended up doing the can-can, we ended up doing like this, was it can-can with like proper can-can. And then, yeah, because I ended up, because I was the only, even though they had professional dancers there, do you remember, I was the only one who could do the splits. Yeah, and I couldn't, but they made us do cartwheels, and you ended up in splits, and I ended up yes. doing something. Then we did the New York City Boys, we were in that, oh no, I don't know. Yes, we were with the big silver case. We were in cabaret, because yeah. we ended up having to, we had Velcro trousers on the men or on us, and they ripped on, on us, and they ripped on, our trousers off. Yeah, we ripped our trousers off the Velcro <laughs> side. And one of the numbers, I don't know. So they made us draw our makeup really strong with black lip liner, oh God, yes. red lipstick, and then red glitter on our lips. But yeah. it was like, and because we were strippers at the time, we had these, you know, little <laughs> glitter shakers. Mm. They were very 90s. Glitter shakers were like, woo, it wasn't in the 90s, by the way. We're not that old. Glitter shakers all over, over mm. us. So I remember once we got one of the dancers, Mark, and we like, not our game Mark, a different Mark. And we like, remember we glitterified him. Oh my God, and he was yeah. like, I'm still seeing, seeing glitter like the next week at the show. Oh my god, yeah. I remember oh, that was such a fun time. Right, so we did that, but did you do you remember the number we did? I can't remember what it was called, where we had to have a big backpack that they made out of wooden chopping boards and they were really <laughs> uncomfortable. And they had all these big feather boas attached yeah. to them. And we were just like and every time we put it on we were just like moaning about how uncomfortable it was. Well so the cabaret was with the black trousers. Hmm. I got us. I went and got us those like they're Ann Summers actually. <laughs> Ann Summers like black like sort of cor- not corset things, but they had like like a te- they had like suspenders but on her body like a teddy. Yeah. I went and got us those, didn't I? Mm. And we had those with like frilly pants. It was red pants. We had red satin pants. Do you remember the number we did as well called Freak? 
where we just sort of did any weird shit. And right. I because I remember one time we did it, and that wasn't our choreograph choreograph. That was just like doing weird shit on stage. And then one time, do you remember Lathan? Nathan Bailey. He's yeah. on my Facebook. Yeah, he's online. And then one time when we performed it, he just kissed me out of nowhere in the middle. And I was like, because he was just like, yeah, do anything. And I was like, okay. <laughs> oh. I remember. I think we've got photos of us in the New York City Boys number, haven't we? I don't know. I've got some. I've, I've been sorting out my Dropbox and I found some, some of us in New York so City. Long ago. Did we have one backpack thing? We had the black and white feather things and the gold, or Bella was in gold. Mm. I found pictures of us dressed as page boys. Mm. We weren't in that number. But when they did the photo shoot. Oh, we just did the photo we shoot. Did the photo shoot. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good time. It was fun. It was And fun. I remember at one point having like a cough, but like a really bad cough, where I can't stop coughing. And I was like, I really can't do this. Like I'm dying. And they were like, Dr. Theatre. Oh, I've never forgotten Dr. Theatre. Now I'm an actress. I haven't even talked about that. Dr. Theatre comes into play because... You can be so ill, and as soon as you get on stage or into your scene, it just kind of goes. You just kind yeah. of do it. So I managed to dance my dance numbers and then get back in the change room and be like, I'm dying. These days, everyone thinks it's COVID, so they'd send me home. <laughs> isolate, the, isolate the whole show, cancel the show. Yeah, but then it was just like, get on and get on with it. And yeah. you just did, didn't you? You literally just got on stage, got on with it. Yeah. Thanks for listening to us on Lingerie Lowdown, the podcast. Don't forget that we release a brand new episode every Wednesday for you all to enjoy. So if you love lingerie as much as we do, make sure to catch us same time, same place next week. Don't forget to visit the website lingerielowdown.com forward slash join and use our promo code podcast to get a 10% discount off your membership today. So if you love lingerie as much as we do, Make sure to catch us same time, same place next week. In fact, it's not just lingerie we love to talk about and review. We cover it all from the world of intimates. From lingerie to hosiery, swimwear to sleepwear, kink and bondage, and we even review sex toys. All in the best possible taste, of course. With over 7,000 published reviews online, we're the number one review site, and we're publishing more every day. And don't forget to visit the website lingerielowdown.com forward slash join and use our promo code podcast to get a 10% discount off your membership today.